Episode 3. If you haven't done so already, we recommend you start at Episode 1 and listen to the episodes in sequence. Otherwise, welcome back. Let's continue. Diagnosed by using form analytics software to identify which of your form fields are causing trouble. Form analytics software allows you to study how people are interacting with your forms. The software is extremely important because visitors who interact with forms are very likely to convert. By finding out why they bail, you can unlock great profits. The software can report on many issues. It can report on the overall success of the form, how many visitors landed on it, and what percentage of them interacted with it, tried to submit it, and successfully submitted it. It can report on the percentage of visitors who dropped out at each form field. Knowing this information allows you to fix or remove the form fields that are causing visitors to lose their patience and abandon your website. It can report on the amount of time that visitors spend on each field. Even if the visitors don't abandon at a particular field, maybe it's early in the form and they are still motivated, it may fatigue them, causing them to abandon later. It can report on which fields tend to get left blank. A blank response often indicates that a field is confusing or intimidating. Such fields reduce a visitor's resolve to complete the form. It can report on which fields result in error messages, which the visitors then need to edit before they can resubmit the form. It can report on which browsers and devices are performing poorly. Maybe your form is hard to use on small mobile devices. Tools for Form Analytics Options for Form Analytics include Clicktail, Hotjar, Formissimo, Decibel Insight, Session Cam and Inspectlet. Diagnose by using live chat to let your visitors tell you what's wrong with your pages. Live chat can allow you to hear from your visitors who wouldn't phone you. Such visitors might prefer live chat for some of the following reasons. They are in a public place or at work and don't want to be heard. They appreciate that, unlike phone calls, live chat doesn't cost money. They don't want to be stuck at the end of a phone waiting for someone to answer. And they feel that a live chat session is less of a commitment than a phone call. Live chat can reveal the following. 1. Which pages are giving people problems? 2. Which products people are asking questions about? 3. What questions, concerns and objections your visitors have? 4. And which of your answers, reassurances and counter-objections persuade visitors to take further action? Live chat can have three additional benefits. 1. If your customer service team is providing your live chat, you may choose to read through the transcripts of the chats regularly to find insights you can apply to your website. 2. If the customer service team uses canned responses, then you should study them. They can be pure, field-tested copywriting gold, provided they have been refined over time to be the best responses. 3. 
Using live chat may increase your conversion rate by personally helping the visitors to take action. Tools for live chat. Popular tools for live chat include Zendesk Chat, Live Chat, Drift, Freshdesk, Olark, Live Person, Happy Fox, Snap Engage, Live Agent, Chatra, Intercom, Talk To, Tidio, and Com One Hundred. Some of them, like Intercom, allow you to track, help, and convert visitors across multiple browsing sessions. Diagnose by using co-browsing, so your visitors can share their screens with you. Co-browsing software allows your visitors to share their screens with a customer support person. Co-browsing tends to be particularly useful when you struggle to work out what your visitors are seeing. For example, if the visitor is looking at a dynamically generated page, like a page of search results or an interface in a web app. Tools for co-browsing. Tools for co-browsing include Pega, Oracle Service Cloud, and Surfly. Diagnose by using survey tools to ask your visitors and customers whatever you want to know. To help us grow our clients' businesses, we carry out extensive research. Over ten million people have seen our surveys. Surveys are powerful. Because your customers know the answers to a surprising number of your marketing questions, so why not ask them? Awesome tested questions to ask your customers. The following questions can provide invaluable insights. We recommend you identify the ones that will populate the gaps in your existing knowledge. How likely are you to recommend us to a friend or colleague? This is known as the net promoter question. Answers should be on a scale of naught, not one, to ten. The question can be deceptively useful. In the chapter on lifetime customer value (LCV), you'll see the theory behind it and details of how to analyze the data from it. In the past six months, have you criticized or spoken highly of your company name to a friend? Colleague or family member. If so, please give details. This is a great way to jog the customer's memory and elicit specific criticism or specific praise. In the latter case, you might get a response that could be used as a testimonial. If you want to use it that way, be sure to get permission first. If you could have us create something just for you, what would it be? Your customers can be a good source of ideas for new products, and this question is a great way of collecting those ideas. More straightforward but less thought-provoking wording would be: What other products or services should we offer? If you don't know how you differ from your competitors, there's a good chance your customers can tell you. The question, "How would you describe us to a friend?" reveals why your customers like you. Similarly. You could ask a question along the lines of the following: Which other options did you consider before choosing our product or service? Or why did you decide to use us? It's particularly important to ask questions from this group before you undertake any rebranding exercise, so you understand what your existing positioning is. 
Do you use us for all your product type or do you also use alternative companies? If so, why? Why do you use your company name or your product name rather than the alternatives? If you want your customers to use you more often, you could do worse than to ask them what would persuade you to use us more often. Can you see how survey questions can save you a lot of trial and error? How could we persuade your friends or colleagues to use us? If you were in charge of our company, how would you persuade people like yourself to use us? And if you were in charge of our company, how would you spread the word about us? Not every answer will be valuable, but just one gem can lead to a boost in profits. The answer to this one question could skyrocket your sales. We have devised one question that's incredibly useful. In fact, it almost always reveals an easy way to increase a company's sales. It works like magic on any business, online or offline. We arrived at it after seeing a TV programme about a military assault course, a series of rope swings, climbing nets and muddy pools. The TV presenter was interviewing people who had just finished the course, asking them what had been the worst obstacle. Several of the finishers mentioned a tall wall that had been tough to climb. The scene then cut to a view of that wall, revealing that, sure enough, many people were still stuck behind the wall. After several attempts at climbing it, they were giving up and dropping out. We wondered how we could adapt that question to sales processes to identify the conceptual walls that prevent prospects from buying. We devised the question, asked it of our clients' customers and discovered that it has an incredible ability to identify obstacles and hence opportunities for growth. The question is so valuable it deserves its own page, but it's not getting one. The question is... Rubber dabba dabba. This is supposed to be a drum roll. Dabba 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 dabba. What nearly stopped you buying from us? The wording can be modified depending on what your company does. It could also end with from using us or from signing up. You can also ask the question in many ways. For example, you can use a survey on your website's thank you page or even email the customer a link to the survey. In other cases, it's worth asking the question when speaking to customers, either face-to-face -face or on the phone. There are some important subtleties and realisations as to why the question works so well. Reason 1. You put it to your customers, not to those who didn't buy from you. This might sound counterintuitive, Surely, you might think, if Alice buys one of your sports cars and Bob doesn't, it's Bob's opinions that you need to hear. But the problem with non-buyers like Bob is that they are a mixed bunch. Some of them will be qualified to buy from you and many of them won't. For example, some Bobs just want to test drive a sports car and have no intention of buying. If you ask Bobs why they didn't buy, their responses can be red herrings. Often they complain about price. The Alices, on the other hand, are by definition qualified prospects, and you'd like more of them. Reason 2. 
your customers have been through the entire sales funnel and your non-customers haven't. Your customers know what they are talking about. They have paid enough attention to make a decision, so they know enough to be able to make good suggestions. A non-customer, on the other hand, may have bailed after only a few seconds. His or her opinion, however strong, is much less likely to be accurate. When your buyers criticise you, they are likely to be right. Reason 3. Even though your customers overcame every barrier to buying from you, they weren't oblivious to the barriers. When you ask Alice what nearly stopped you buying from us, she will remember the biggest barriers. And for every Alice who successfully overcame the barriers, you'll almost certainly find there were several people who gave up. When you remove the barrier, sales increase. There are clear benefits to asking this question, and it works on any process that you'd like more people to complete. So, what's nearly stopping you from asking it? Other things you need to know about your customers. You need to know which of your products your customers like most and why. The products that are most liked aren't necessarily the ones that you sell most of. Just because a restaurant might sell a lot of lasagna doesn't mean their lasagna is well-liked. In fact, it might be deterring customers from ever coming back. Discovering how well-liked each of your products is allows you to do two things. One, design the most effective sales funnel so your most-liked products aren't hidden away. And two, improve your existing products to make purchasers more likely to buy from you again. Your survey can constantly be changing, which will allow you to keep getting deeper insights into your visitors and customers. A survey may reveal insights that you decide to explore further in subsequent surveys. Asking questions to your non-customers So far, we have only discussed customers, but your non-customers are a valuable source of information too. After all, they are the ones you are trying to convert. You can ask non-customers many of the questions mentioned, via exit surveys, survey panels and many other techniques, all of which we'll describe in the following chapters. What to do if you have no one to survey? If you have no one to survey, perhaps because you're working on a startup or a product for a new market, then Google consumer surveys can be useful. You choose your target audience from Google's panel of users, type your questions and then receive responses within hours. It works best for products and services that have broad appeal. Similar but more flexible is Pollfish. Learn more about questions. For more about the subject of asking questions, visit our website and watch the talk Golden Questions that reveal exactly why your visitors aren't converting, slides and video. Tools for surveying We often use whichever survey tools our clients use. Popular options include SurveyMonkey, Google Forms, which has few features but is agile, SurveyGizmo, Medallia Digital, SurveyAnyPlace, specifically for mobile, Wufu, Click Tools, Poll Daddy, Typeform, and User Voice.
If yours is a professional services company, then Client Pulse is purpose-made to find out all the things you need to know. Diagnose by using exit survey tools to ask your visitors why they didn't take action. One of the best times to capture your visitors' objections is as soon as they have them, at the moment that they leave your website. Visitors don't know why they abandoned until after they have abandoned. Exit surveys allow you to gather insights that couldn't have been gathered any sooner. The following questions can come in useful in exit surveys. Question 1. What was the purpose of your visit? Question 2. Were you able to complete the purpose of your visit today? If they answer no to question 2, ask question 3. What stopped you completing the purpose of your visit today? If your website has multiple distinct segments of visitors, you may choose to add a question that reveals the visitor's segment too. Tools for exit surveys iPerceptions provides a ready-made way of implementing exit surveys. You can also create them using Usabila, Informisely, Qualaroo, Hotjar, Medallia Digital and 4C. Diagnose by using on-page survey tools to ask questions at exactly the right moment. Some information can best be obtained by surveying your visitors while they are on a specific page. In doing so, you can ask questions at the exact moment that the visitors are thinking the thoughts you want to hear. On-page survey tools let you add surveys to the corner of a page or, more prominently, to its middle, obscuring the other content. Several options are available. You can decide what type of response you want. You can have radio buttons, multiple answer checkboxes or open text fields. You can decide who will participate in the survey. For example, you could arrange to show the survey only to returning visitors who have been viewing the page for 50 seconds. You can ask several questions in one survey. You can receive email notifications of responses. Sometimes respondents ask questions to which they expect answers. A useful on-page survey works as follows. You ask your visitors the following quick question. Did you find the information you needed on this page? Thanks. And provide them with yes and no buttons. If they click yes, respond with great. How could we improve the page? and provide a long answer field. If they click no, respond with Sorry to hear that. Could you tell us what was missing? and provide a long answer field. In both cases, once they submit their feedback, show a thank you message that says Thanks for your feedback. If you'd like a response, please leave your email below. We won't use it for anything else. Visitors who leave their email address are often happy to provide further feedback. Tools for on-page surveys. We often use Qualaroo, Informisely and Hotjar. Alternatives include Medallia Digital, WebReap, Feedback Lite, PopSurvey and WebEngage. Diagnose by using a persistent Give Feedback button to allow your visitors to report issues to you.
Have you ever been frustrated by a website but couldn't find any way to communicate your frustrations to its creators? Your own visitors never need to feel that way. Simply add a Give Feedback button to every page of your website. Such buttons tend to be placed statically on the side of the page, like a little Levi's tab, albeit one that slides down your jeans when you stand up. We have such a button on our website. It's a green feedback button on the right-hand side of each page. Though give feedback buttons are simple, they can be highly effective, acting as persistent open invitations for feedback. Tools for give feedback buttons. You can easily add a give feedback button using one of the following solutions. Servicate, Feedback Lite, Feedbackify, Usabila, Qualtrics, Medallia Digital and Survey Gizmo. The Give Feedback button is one of its many features. For Conversion Rate Experts website, for reasons of leanness, we don't use a hosted software solution. We simply link our feedback button to the form on our Contact Us page. The software hosts the feedback forms and then allows the website's creators to view and manage the responses. In several of the apps, the feedback is managed using an interface similar to that of an email client, having an inbox and folders. If visitors leave their email addresses, the website's customer support team can easily reply to the feedback. Diagnose by using your website's search tool to discover what your visitors can't otherwise find. Your website's Search This Site feature is useful in two ways. Not only does it help your visitors find what they are looking for, but the resulting site search report in your analytics package also provides you with a wealth of information about how to improve your website. It tells you what your visitors want but can't find. Look through the search logs for a particular page. Are visitors searching for content that doesn't exist? If so, consider adding it to your website. Are they searching for content that does exist? If so, check whether the search would have revealed the most relevant page. Also, consider whether the content they were looking for should be added to, or made more prominent on, the page from which they launched their search. What specific words do the visitors use in their searches? Consider aligning your language with theirs. Diagnose by using search engines to be notified when people say things about you. Several search engines track mentions in real time, allowing you to discover what people are saying about your website on blogs, forums and in social media. As you read through the results, make a list of what people are saying. What do they like about your website? What don't they like about it? Then, consider how you can fix any problems. When we redesigned our own website, we used this technique to make a list of people who had commented on our old website. We then personally asked those people for feedback about our new design. Tools for tracking what people are saying about you. The following tools can be useful for tracking mentions. Moz Fresh Web Explorer, Google Alerts, Talkwalker Alerts, Mention, Ninja Outreach, Twitter Search, BuzzSumo 
and Facebook. Salesforce Marketing Cloud provides powerful tools for real-time analysis and monitoring of social media. Interlude. Ice creams not included. Why it's essential to empathise with your visitors. The Roman poet Horace once said, If you wish me to weep, you yourself must first feel grief. In other words, you can't arouse a feeling in someone until you have experienced that feeling yourself. In his book Making Ads Pay, the veteran copywriter John Caples illustrated this by describing a demonstration that his physics professor once carried out. You can see it on YouTube. The professor fastened two tuning forks close to each other, then struck one of them hard with a hammer. Its sound rang out like a chime. Then he seized the vibrating fork with his hand and the music stopped. To the class's surprise, the other tuning fork had started to vibrate and was giving off the same musical note. Caples observed that emotional vibrations work in the same way. They travel from one person to another. When you write, the tuning fork within you must vibrate at the same frequency as the tuning forks within your visitors. So, before you can write compelling copy, you must emotionally empathise with your visitors. It isn't easy, though. As a web marketer, your work is almost intrinsically ivory tower work. It's hard to even meet your visitors, never mind empathise with them. So, how do you develop this emotional resonance? Quantitative feedback tools, like Clickstream Analytics, don't help because they just give you numbers. Qualitative feedback tools, like surveys, can give you the voice of the visitor, but they aren't sufficient to turn you into a tuning fork. Several of the following techniques, method marketing plus to a lesser extent face-to-face -face selling, encouraging visitors to phone you and talking to VOC aggregators, are what we call ultra-qualitative. They are at the core of how we approach conversion. You don't hear much about them because no one has found a way to package them into neat little subscription services. You'll never see ads for them. That doesn't make them any less valuable. Diagnose by using method marketing. Become a customer so that you understand at least one customer deeply. Method marketing is a term that was coined by the marketer Denny Hatch. It's inspired by the method approach to acting. It's said that when Robert De Niro came to New York for the filming of the movie Taxi Driver, he arrived early and proceeded to get a job as a real taxi driver. For two weeks, he worked long shifts. By the time the filming began, De Niro was no longer a Hollywood celebrity trying to imagine how it must feel to be a taxi driver. He actually was a taxi driver. He had experienced the dangers. He had suffered the fatigue and he felt at home in his car. He had gained the tacit knowledge of a real taxi driver. Tacit knowledge is knowledge that is difficult to learn from the words of others. Perhaps the best way to appreciate its power is to read the following list. Tacit knowledge. Things that you can't understand unless you have experienced them. Many things can't be understood unless you've experienced them yourself. 
People who have had certain experiences find them difficult to articulate to people who haven't. Being a parent. Having a migraine. Orgasm. Being drunk. Flying. Being blind. Having a loved one die. Spiritual enlightenment. Meditation. Hallucinogens. Being gay. Holding your newborn child. Being underwater. The tastes of certain foods. Being dumped. Having an addiction. Having depression, anxiety, stress or any other type of mental illness. Being an identical twin. And falling in love. Incidentally, Norwegians have a word, forulsket, which means the indescribable euphoria experienced as you begin to fall in love. In such cases, no amount of explanation can convey the depth of experience. Words aren't enough. You wouldn't understand. Such hard-to-communicate knowledge is known as tacit knowledge. All our consultants gain tacit knowledge by doing method marketing. They become a customer and live the life of the customer. So by the time they begin copywriting, they are writing from the heart. Of course, they then face the challenge of communicating their tacit knowledge, trying to welcome outsiders into the club. That's why copywriting is hard. But at least they are trying to persuade the visitors from the perspective of a knowledgeable insider not a naive outsider. As proof of how valuable we think this technique is, our website has many photos showing examples of how much commitment we put into it. To increase the sales of Dyson vacuum cleaners, we bought and used Dyson cleaners on a variety of floors, so we understood the subtleties of what made them better than the alternatives. Some products require more effort and commitment than others. We have completed tough physical training courses and taken food supplements. Also, we can truly experience how the products fit into a lifestyle. When we aren't the target consumers, we ask other people, often our families, to use the products. At that point, marketing becomes anthropology, as we observe how they interact with the products. We have slightly unnerving photos of us wearing superhero suits from when we helped the company Morph Suits to win an award for fast growth. Morph Suits became the 18th fastest growing company in the United Kingdom and its directors were invited to Richard Branson's house to collect their Sunday Times Fast Track Awards. It's hard to persuade someone to buy a Lycra bodysuit unless you have personally experienced its benefits. When you're wearing a morph suit, things just happen. And you have managed to overcome your own objections. When we ordered some antibodies from a client that sold scientific supplies, we weren't able to test the antibodies. In fact, we were wary about going anywhere near them. But during the unboxing process, we noticed some valuable information that was wrongly absent from the website. There should be no exceptions to this rule. When one of our consultants was uncomfortable joining a dating website to understand how the whole process worked, our co-founder Carl stepped in. Carl stopped short of going on a date, 
but the process revealed many insights, including the fact that Carl's dateability index was 40%. Carl insists that this indicated the presence of a major bug in the website's rating algorithm. We did make one exception to our rule. When growing a company that sold houses, we visited one of the company's sales offices and followed the whole customer journey, but we stopped short of buying a house, a decision we now regret. Diagnosed by using method marketing with offline competitors, because the offline world often has solved problems that the online world hasn't. You can learn a lot from carrying out method marketing with competitors, particularly with offline ones. Most online businesses have offline equivalents that you can visit. Offline companies are less subject to ivory tower syndrome than online companies because they have face-to-face -face contact with customers. Their sales funnels tend to be more sophisticated. To help grow an online bingo company, we carried out some highly fruitful research by visiting a bricks-and-mortar bingo hall. We learned that offline bingo is excellent regarding usability. Offline bingo halls have solved many problems that online bingo still hadn't solved. New players were led through an elegant onboarding process that introduced them to every type of game and service. The onboarding flow turned out to be just as applicable to online bingo as it was to offline. Finally, we have helped to grow several clients in weight loss, including MyFitnessPal, one of the world's most downloaded mobile apps for weight loss, which we mentioned sold for almost half a billion dollars. Many techniques we learned by attending offline weight loss groups. The great thing about weight loss groups is that you can speak with real customers. In fact, that's what the meeting is, a one-hour discussion group. We have a photo showing Carl starting and finishing a weight loss programme. At the first weigh-in, Carl did the traditional before pose, all stooped and sullen. We also have an after photo that shows Carl strutting around like he owns the place after proudly receiving his Slimmer of the Month award. The activity gave us insights that we have used to grow many clients in the weight loss industry. We don't have a photo of Carl's subsequent fall from grace. By the end of the research process, Carl had lost £32 and gained even more insights. Then he regained the pounds. Diagnosed by becoming a face-to-face -face salesperson to learn how to sell the product. Your website is effectively your 24-7 robot salesperson and the robot is no smarter than its inventor. If you can't sell your products in person, you'll struggle to sell them online. Method marketing helps, but it allows you to understand only one customer, yourself. The best way to understand many customers well, albeit not quite so deeply, is to sell the product face-to-face. In 2003, our founders, Ben and Carl, ran a web business called Mobile that provided cell phones to travellers. Mobile had a large Japanese presence, so Nokia asked Mobile to set up and manage Japan's first bricks-and-mortar Nokia store. 
We took on the project because we relished the opportunity for our team to spend time selling face-to-face -face with our visitors. Once the store was open, we created a spreadsheet for our team to complete. It contained two columns. Column 1. Objections. To this column, our team members added all the objections that they heard from visitors. For example, visitors would say, Instead of buying one of these phones, I will save money by buying a local prepaid SIM card when I arrive in my destination country. Column 2. Counter-objections. To this column, our team members added the responses that they found to be the most effective. For example, in response to the previously mentioned objection, we would reply, If you buy a local prepaid SIM card at your destination, you won't know your phone number until you arrive, so your friends and family won't know how to contact you. The spreadsheet of objections and counter-objections became our knowledge base of tried and tested sales copy. We incorporated its content into the website to great success. We more than doubled the conversion rate and the revenue of the business. Usually, though, you can't open a bricks and mortar store. The following example is from the other end of the scrappiness spectrum. While developing a new type of SIM card for world phones, we realised that we had spent too much time in our office ivory tower. So we visited a local flea market, where we spent several hours trying to sell the new prototype product face-to-face. -face. At first, we told our stall's visitors that we were carrying out market research and that we wanted to hear their feedback. This had two problems. One, people didn't want to speak about market research, and two, those who did tended to give responses that were polite and false. Only when we tried to close the sale did we hear their true objections. So, from then on, we tried to sell in earnest, even though our prime motive was to gather feedback. If a visitor showed interest, we would take down their name so we could notify them when the products became available. This activity became a core part of our process for developing new products. Because our product was aimed at travellers, we soon graduated from flea markets to airports, where we would rent space for an exhibition stand. We'll begin the next episode by explaining how you can diagnose your website's problems by seeing how others describe your products in writing. And that's all for this episode. If you'd like to be kept up to date with our new discoveries, get our free email newsletter from conversion-rate-experts.com forward slash gifts. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck with making your website win.